Welcome into NSN Daily. It is Friday, and I think we all need a Friday about uh, about right now. This way, this week is gone. Uh, cancellations continue. There's an athlete's petition we were going to talk about when it comes to the NCAA. Um, ski resorts, though, as of still now. That's the only thing I've got left. Moment. Like I'm, it's it's like yes. I'm the one thing I'm kind of hanging on by a thread is I still have the option to ski for now. For yeah. now, we'll give you the full details. As of right now, none of the local ski resorts have been told to shut down so they're continuing to operate uh but man it, it feels like pretty much everything else is is slowly just kind of getting kind of taken away and and uh it's it's hard to process it stinks it was a lot of jobs uh jane Orvel, you had a chance to sit down with the football coach uh yesterday uh, we'll talk about what's going to be uh, coming up in uh, that interview with uh, wolfpack all access on sunday uh, we are going to have a former student athlete at the collegiate level our own shannon kelly come out here and give us some perspective on what it would be like to have that final year taken away from you. But now, Jeff uh, Goodman reporting that NCAA is going to say that these athletes from the winter, maybe not the spring, or the spring, spring, spring uh, will get that year back. Mm -hmm. So that, that's at least some good news. Uh, you know what? We don't have a lot of sports to talk about, but uh, the Reno Bachelor, people have asked us for an update. So we're going to bring the Reno Bachelor <laughs> out here. He decided to come to work today. It was a little late, but uh, Alex already took care of that disciplinary action. And uh, also our money plays of the week. Neither of them are actual plays, but it's just a, a cultural it's thing. It's going to be an interesting it's, time. It's going to be an interesting we're time. We're going to get through it, though. We're, <laughs> we're going to get through it. Uh, let's talk about this athlete's petition. And very quickly, uh, well over 100,000 signatures. And uh, as uh, Jeff Goodman was reporting, that... Uh, these spring athletes will get that year of eligibility back, and that's priceless, guys. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. I mean, it's not like these seasons uh, have played out very long. I mean, you're talking about baseball a couple of weeks, softball a couple of weeks. Uh, I think it's the right thing to do. I don't think it's fair to strip these athletes of their senior seasons because of what's happening in the world, and, and I absolutely do think that they deserve an opportunity to go back and play. I guess the next question becomes is, do you give guys that played basketball another year? Because is it fair to someone like Sam Merrill, who, you know, uh, that's a guy I think of. You go to Utah State, hits a game-winning shot to send his team to the NCAA tournament, doesn't get to play in the NCAA tournament. Now, yeah, he played an entire season, so I feel like those guys are probably less likely to get a year back. But the spring people, I think 100% right move, got to give them uh, that year of eligibility back. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough call for winter for sure. I mean, you're looking at a guy like Lindsey Drew or Jazz Johnson, who if you say, okay, winter sports athletes are allowed to have an additional year. Does Lindsey Drew Lindsay get Drew will be back year. for his 18th year at Nevada. <laughs> 27 so, years old. There are a lot of, like, domino effects that would fall. I mean, if you look at the winter sports, I would say probably like 98% of the winter sports athletes did finish their season. Yeah. It's really just the two NCAA tournaments and then maybe a couple of people in indoor track and field uh, who didn't get to compete right. in nationals swimming and diving didn't get to compete in nationals so that is a that's a tough call and then yeah. when you look at the spring sports are you doing this for everybody or are you just doing it for the seniors so if you're mm -hmm. a junior on the team and you only played 10 games are you a junior next year or are you moving up to senior are you only doing it for the people who would have exhausted their eligibility and if you're holding everybody back a year then that basically takes out the next recruiting class you right. can't even add that to your school mm -hmm. so then you're hurting incoming high school uh, players who in theory would have gotten scholarships but now teams don't have scholarships to give because they're not losing any scholarships so none of these questions are very easy and they're really no. not at the forefront of the discussion but it is nice to see the NCAA is at least taking some action uh, and at least 
you know, discussing and potentially giving these uh, players an additional year. Because, yeah, if you think about, like in baseball, so Dylan Shrum, who we had a feature on last week, uh, you know, went through all of these injuries, and then he gets to his senior season, and he's healthy, and he plays, right. uh, I guess Nevada's at 14 games out mm -hmm. of a 60-game schedule, and then he's just done. Can't do that. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair as well. So a lot of things that the NCAA has to sort through over the next uh, weeks and months. Uh, but this is one that was very highly talked about yesterday because people were concerned. Uh, and you, you do think of a guy like a Sam Merrill or a, um, uh, Malachi Flynn. And, mm -hmm. you know, if they don't get to play in the NCAA tournament, that just completely sucks. sucks. Mm -hmm. sucks. And, I mean, you can't just bring them back next year for the tournament. Like, you can play in the tournament. A lot of these guys, yeah. like if Lindsey and Jazz were given another opportunity, they might opt to go pro anyways right. and go make money right. overseas or the G League because right. they've got their degrees. So there, there are a lot Just of rotten. yeah, a lot of issues that you have to sort. Through. Like I think about this NCAA tournament, man. Like think about Dayton. Like Dayton yeah. is is at a point in program history that they may never ever get back to. Number I one mean, seed, unbelievable. Number one seed for for someone like that, and they don't get to see it play out. Like I, I think of San Diego State. I'm sure there's a lot of Wolfpack fans that don't really aren't going to feel sorry for San Diego State. I do. Those guys, those guys earned a number two seed probably in the West. And this could have been a year where they could have gone to a Final Four. They could have gone to an Elite Eight and, and put this program on the map. And we were talking about before the show, Chris, I mean, this could actually really hurt the Mountain West Conference over the next five years because mm -hmm. this was a year where you probably would have seen Utah State and San Diego State maybe both win games, maybe win multiple games. And you're talking about units now and money, a ton of money to the conference yeah. that could be lost. But I, my first thought is, man, the, the kids that have grinded, and there was, I don't know his name, but there was somebody from Rutgers, and Rutgers has been on a tear yep. and, and, and looking like they were primed to come out of the Big East and, and maybe win that conference. Showing a picture that they've been kind of talking about since they showed up in September of March 15th, the big dance, and, and, and all these different things that you strive towards and you spend every day uh, of, of your life grinding and hoping for the opportunity and then you don't get it. I mean, I just feel so sick uh, for, for a lot of these student athletes and, and um, you know, we'll see how it just kind of plays out from here. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that's, the, I, I really appreciate that the NCAA has made this decision to, I mean, be human, be human mm -hmm. and think about this and how you're going to do it. But you're right, Chris, there's so much that goes more into this when it comes to recruiting. Now recruiting has been shut down. Um, and, and they can't go out and, and recruit athletes, can't have athletes on campus. So we are, we're still just scratching the surface of, of what's coming down the pipe. Since we were talking about college basketball in the NCAA tournament, I'll jump ahead here in our, in our show to uh, Nevada. They could still play in a postseason tournament, according to Joe Lenardi. The uh -huh. bracketology expert says that Nevada would be a seven seed in the NIT. Does Joe just need to take a vacation? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, hypothetical NIT. You got to kind of play it out. That was kind of like, it was cool to see that they were in the hypothetical NIT, but at the same time, it was kind of like, oh, man. Well, they wouldn't have made the NIT. Probably not. Like, because that was based off of basically everything right happening. Now. Yeah. And, like, so there no were still, and, yeah, there were still yeah. 20 conference tournaments to be played. But they're played. probably going to get bumped. Yeah, the, a still. the average number of automatic bids that go to teams that got – uh, you know, a birth into the NIT, but don't qualify for the NCAA tournament. So if you win your regular season, you get a birth into the NIT if you don't make the tournament. Uh, the average over the last 10 years is 12 of those teams. Up mm -hmm. to this point, only four of those spots had been taken. Um, so you're probably looking at an additional eight spots, and Nevada was somewhere in that last four end. So they almost certainly wouldn't have been in the NIT. But if for some reason they just cancel all the conference tournaments and then they did play the NIT, yep. yeah, Nevada may have been able to sneak in. Uh, I don't know. I mean, just imagine if Nevada would have went out and won the Mountain West tournament, if they would have beaten Wyoming, Utah State, San Diego State, made this great miracle charge, 
uh, get the automatic berth in the NCAA tournament and then the rug is pulled out from under them yeah. by not playing in the big dance. Yeah, it's just, it's unfortunate all the way around, but I do think it, it has been the right decision. I just, you know, there's no good answer yeah. when you're looking at these kinds of things. And to bring up Alex's point about the financial impact on the Mountain West, like let's assume that San Diego State would have gotten to an Elite Eight, which is kind of where they were projected, and maybe Utah State wins a game. That's six NCAA tournament units that the Mountain West would have earned uh, each unit is worth $280,000 a year, and they're calculated over a six-year uh, cycle. That's almost $11 million that the Mountain West would wow. have made over those six years. That'd be unprecedented, right, yeah. for the Mountain West? Yeah, I mean, the most uh, units they've ever gotten in one year is seven. That's when they had five teams in uh, in Nevada's first year mm -hmm. in the Mountain West. And those uh, credits actually fell off last year in that six-year cycle. So th this could be a big financial hit to the Mountain West, to the Wolfpack, um, just by not being able to play this NCAA tournament. And, you know, if you look at a Power 5 school or a F Power 5 conference, they lose $10 million as a conference. It's not a big mm -hmm. deal. For the Mountain West, that's a huge, huge deal. For Nevada, that's almost a million dollars over the next six years. So uh, there's that aspect as well that really hurts the Wolfpack. If you just tuned in, Nevada's not in the NIT. That was Joe Lenardi's <laughs> prediction is that if the NIT were to go on, I mean, there's, we're, we're just Joe. Come on, man. I, I, you, it was kind of a kick in the gut a little bit. Like it was like hope, it was cool, and it was like, all right, like it gives something for us to talk about. Um, but it's almost just kind of like, man. Well, think of all the bracketologies bit, you know. people looked at the entire year. I Where's know. my team going to be? Yeah. Right, right. They change it like three times a week. You're so excited, and then <sighs> every every single one of those bracketologies was completely worthless. And yep. you got to feel bad for. Uh, the, the hourly workers who work at these stadiums who now may be without pay for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Now, a lot of people have stepped up. Uh, Mark Cuban has said that he's going to pay his workers. Kevin Love gave $100,000 to try and, uh, you know, start a pot for those workers. But there are a lot of people mm -hmm. beyond the student athletes are going to be really, really impacted yeah. because they're living paycheck to paycheck. And now those paychecks potentially end because there are no events for them yeah. to go and work at. So I, it, mean, I, I think wrong. about people in our industry. There's a lot of, of announcers that work off of games and mm -hmm. they are working off of getting paid off of every game they do. A mm -hmm. game. I mean, these game checks are crucial to a lot of these. I think of the guys in, in the play-by-play -play fraternity. And, and I mean, there's just so many people that are impacted. And this is, a, look, those people are impacted probably on such a far less level than you're saying. I mean, people that are, are really counting on being an usher and being right. and showing up and doing security, whatever it is at the arenas. Um, but that's just kind of the reality of it. And, and look, I mean, it it all comes back to, I, I, I sat back kind of last night and, and you know, this has been such a frustrating thing. We've all had things taken away from us now, right? We've all had things that we wanted to do kind of stripped, and, and now you can't go on this trip that you wanted to. You can't go to this game you wanted to. You can't go to this concert that you wanted to. I guess it comes back to me as I'm trying my hardest to kind of look at this whole situation as adapt and overcome, and, and that's where we all have to kind of look at this at this point is adapt and overcome through these situations. Everyone's kind of losing something. Uh, take care of the, of the brother and the sister next to you and just try and, and – and help out people and be sympathetic and, and um, you know, keep, keep your head up. Try and find something that you love uh, and, and find something to do. And, and I guess maybe that segues in the next thing is it for me, I'm, I'm thankful that I still have skiing right now mm -hmm. because that's, that's about the only outlet I've got, you know what I mean? As we're losing all these different things as sports goes away, uh, I'm thankful. I know how to ski and I have access to do that. And I feel very fortunate because the ski resorts are still open to the public. I spoke to uh, officials at, at Heavenly this morning, the, the Vail Resorts crew, which has Heavenly, uh, Kirkwood, and as well North Star here in the region. They said they are operating uh, business as usual. They did say they've taken uh, extra measures to sanitize and extra measures to clean uh, some of the common spaces like the lodges. Uh, you know, it, it's an interesting deal because 
these are large gatherings of people, but there is some separation, of course, on the mountain. Uh, we are usually wearing masks mm -hmm. on the mountain, right. so I guess, and gloves, so I guess uh, there's already some, some good protection there. Uh, so I guess for those of you feeling down, if, if you are a skier or rider, get out and enjoy it because I don't know how long it's going to last. Uh, there's some big snow, snow coming in this weekend. We're looking at maybe five feet, uh, five, six feet between now and next Wednesday. Uh, get outside and enjoy it. Maybe start a new hobby. If you've never tried skiing and you've got the financial means, maybe get out and take a lesson. You know, get out and snowshoe. Get out and, and take your dog for a walk. You know, do some stuff while you still can because uh, it, it seems like every day something more and more is taken away from mm -hmm. us. It's crazy. Coming up next here on NSN Daily, Jane Orvell made available to us to talk about uh, pretty much everything this offseason. We're going to have part of, uh, well, not part of it. Alex will let us know what the conversation was about. It's coming up on Wolfpack All Access on Sunday. University of Nevada has taken some uh, precautions when it comes to uh, spring football. The uh, spring, uh, the annual Silver and Blue game has been has been shut down, but you've got a chance to uh, Catch up with, uh, with the ball coach, Jay Norvell. Yeah, I talked to Coach Norvell yesterday. You can see the whole interview uh, Sunday night, um, News 4 at 6 o'clock, NSN at 10, and uh, feature showings of that. But basically, you know, he, he's very concerned at what's happening, and he, and he has a lot of sympathy for, for especially the, the student-athletes that have had uh, their seasons taken away and, and just the, the general health of, of you know, what's kind of happening out there in the world. But he said his program is, is trudging forward as of right now. Uh, they're not being told that they cannot practice. By the time this show airs today, who knows if that could change. But mm -hmm. as of right now, uh, the plan is is that they're going to start up on the 24th. Uh, they'll have three practices a week. They'll gear that up until they will actually have a game in April. It won't be open to the public, but they will have a scrimmage of sorts. Uh, and, and he's really hoping that he doesn't lose this time with his kids because he feels like this is a really critical juncture to get time and get these practices in for spring in particular because of all the new coaches they're assimilating, the new defensive scheme that they're assimilating. He talked about that they are going to go to a four-man front. Uh, so there are going to be a lot of changes on this team, and, and these are very critical practices. Uh, one thing he mentioned, he said, if uh, they, they were to cancel practicing, he hopes that it comes down not as kind of a state level or a county thing, but it comes down from the Mountain West, so there's at least an equal kind of treatment amongst uh, the peers of the Mountain West that if, if everybody's losing spring practice, that it's it's not just one or two schools and that it's across the board. So there's been a lot of conversations, uh, Jay said, with a lot of his coaches and a lot of his peers and, and with the Mountain West. But as of right now, uh, they are going to continue and have those spring practices start up on, on the 24th of March. What was it like when you were on campus? I haven't been up to uh, campus since basketball season and, you know, students are told to not be around. What was it like up on campus? Yeah, we didn't spend a whole lot. I, I didn't really pay much attention. I mean, we kind of pulled up to Cashel and, and went in the back door. So it wasn't really something I was even thinking about. Um, but all the coaches were there. You know, we bumped into Coach Mummy and Coach Simmons, and they said they were prepared to, to sit in a room and watch watch a lot of film if they have to yeah. uh, and, and go from there. But, uh, you know, it it's impacting their lives too, of course. And, and they're all kind of just kind of seeing what they're able to do and, and just – hoping that they can continue to, to do what they've always known, and that's coach football and, and run a program, and, and uh, they're hoping right now that that doesn't get taken away from them. Yeah, I mean, you're, if you're a coach at the collegiate level, you're basically taking somebody's child, somebody's 18-year-old son or daughter, and that family's putting their trust into you for the next four to five years. Um, I would only imagine when you're Jay Norvell, when you're Matt Mummy, Coach Simmons, you're in charge of a hundred and something young men mm -hmm. and you status quo 
I mean, yeah. business as usual, you will try and you want to try and probably make it as, as much as that as possible, right, Chris? Yeah, you do. And it'll be a tough call for Nevada, I think. Some of the Mountain West schools have already started. I mean, you talk about Boise State, they're already like halfway through spring football. So it's not like right. if the Mountain West says, okay, everybody stop now. Well, some teams have already mm -hmm. been able to practice. Uh, UNR has decided to stop, uh, you know, school in person. They're going to go to online classes moving forward. So it is a little bit interesting that they're gonna do online classes because it's too risky to be in classrooms, but they have deemed it okay to practice and be in locker rooms and have physical contact and football practice. But you make a great point about with so many new coaches, literally half of the staff is new, including an, basically an entirely new defensive staff. This is a really crucial spring football period mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. Nevada. Uh, they can't afford to miss 15 practices. And uh, you know they need to be able to get these reps together. If it does end up getting canceled, hopefully the NCAA has enough foresight to maybe say, okay, well, you're gonna get extended practices in the summer. Or you know they usually start at the beginning of August. We're gonna give you all of July to be able to practice together. So it's, it's gonna be a tough decision, whether it's made from the Mountain West, from the state of Nevada, or from the Wolfpack, whether to go through with all of these practices, because we, I mean, so many things changed just this week. Mm -hmm. Who knows what's gonna be happening March 24th when yeah. they are supposed to be suited up for the first time. Yeah. If one player on campus yeah. uh, or one player on the team gets this, it's gonna it's over. cut everything. Yeah. And with Nevada making so many changes with its staff, it, it, it just can't afford really yeah. to miss too many I, I Honestly, I, can't, I mean, look, I don't want to be negative about this whole thing, but I, I can't imagine that they're actually going to get to practice. I mean, do you guys think that they're actually going to get to a point where they're going to get to practice for, for a month? It, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just it feels like where everything else. I mean, your little league team got canceled. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, Literally an hour we were, I was ready we were to, 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 to volunteer on. as an assistant coach, man. I'm like, I got nothing to do. We're going to go. We're going to band together. We're going to we're going to take this team to the ship and, but that was uh, and a that little, so that was a little league international decision so right. little league across the board across the united states was yeah. canceled so that was you know again the higher uh, level making the decision and with the ncaa they have made some of those decisions i mean canceling all of spring championships canceling recruiting which i mean you ask you know coach mummy what are you doing i mean normally they would be recruiting pretty hard right now and now outside of just phone call and text there's no in-person recruiting on campus or off campus, uh, so that takes a lot of their free time. I mean, I think it's kind of good for the coaches. Like, they work so hard mm -hmm. and around the clock every single day for 365 days, leap year, 366 yeah. days this yep. year. Maybe they do get a little chance to I mean, refresh. look, this is like the first time they probably had to them. Like, you yeah. think about it, and for a lot, you know, going to a different sport, you know, I texted TJ Bruce and Chris Jimenez last, I'm like, hey guys, you want to get some skiing in? Because I don't, like, what else are they going to do now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, TJ Bruce has lived his entire life since he was in college as a player. And then as a coach and grinding through as an assistant and then as a head coach, I mean, your entire life this time of year is baseball. Chris Jimenez has been around baseball yeah. the last 15 years, and now he's being, you know, he's leaving spring training. He's going to be in Reno for the first time in the month of April. So I'm like, all right, guys, like, you, what are we doing? Well, that, you know, I mean, does crazy. Nevada baseball, like, play games against themselves? I don't know. I mean, they still have the time together. They want to develop their players. Right. They're not going to develop by just sitting there. Yeah. If you have a pitcher are like Are they well, allowed to? Like, Will they be allowed to? I mean, they are allowed to do on-campus practice. Right now, yeah. So, I mean, if the Mountain West did say all of spring sports are canceled, yeah. so they're not going to be playing any games, but do they practice among themselves? Do they get Owen Schartz 80 innings this year so he doesn't go from, mm -hmm. you know, pitching 20 innings this year to maybe being expected to pitch 100 innings next year. I think it's a lot of difficult decisions for a lot of these it's sports insane. on whether they, what they do, just because they can't play games doesn't mean that they can't spend time 
trying to develop their players and, and doing some inner squads yeah. to you know make yeah. sure that their players are ready for next. I mean, year. you think about like the the impact that this is going to have not only in the immediate term, but like that's a great point. I mean, think about the development time that guys are are losing that are either in the minor leagues, that are in college, that are in high school, that are in professional sport, whatever it is. Uh, all that development time, like the impacts of this are going to be felt for a very long time. And we talked about this yesterday. Like, when was the last time in, our, in any sort of, not, certainly not in our lifetime, lifetimes, but I think, what, what, did we, what did we decide? We went, you have to go back to World War II? I think so. To where, where this kind of interruption happened? And, and that's, that's crazy to think of. I mean, I, I, we were talking about this earlier, how this sort of impact has been on people. 9-11 certainly did that, but yeah. it wasn't for the month-long whatever. I right. Mean, we needed football back. You right. needed sports back. You needed when gatherings. Happened, you needed concerts. You needed, needed it back. things to just right. to feel to galvanize this country. Galvanize back. this country, and that's what's this hard is, is different. Is is, is is where, and that's what's kind of scary right now is that you don't have that outlet of gather. You know what I mean? Like people love to gather together. Most people enjoy being around groups of other people to enjoy and, and have uh, that that kind of deal. And it's it's just kind of crazy to think. Okay, well, where do you go for that now? When it comes to these coaches and where do you go for it now, go to the people that matter the most to you and go to your team, mm -hmm. meaning your family. Right. Galvanize your family. Yeah. Have dinner at home with the family. Mm -hmm. I mean, watch movies with your kids. You know who's happiest about Chris Jimenez coming back? Kelly Jimenez. <laughs> because, you know, Kelly has been a baseball wife her yep. entire life, raising a family, and Chris... Nope. Mow the lawn. Darn there's, it. There's Come silver. On. There's silver linings in all of this thing, and that, there is. that's part we of. We have it's to make of, them. Though. Well, it's yeah. part of mindset. Like yeah. you have to have that have mindset. Like even for me, yesterday, I'm sitting there like five o'clock, and I'm like, "What are we going to do? Like we don't have sports to talk about anymore. So we can either we can either sit around and we can pout about that, and we can complain and and say like, well, there's nothing to do, or we can use this out as an opportunity to do something different. And so for those of you who watch this show. Uh, you're going to see a lot of different stuff. For those of you who have kept up in Nevada Sports Net, you're going to see a lot of new content yep. over the next uh, couple of weeks. We're not going anywhere. We're not, not going, going anywhere. anywhere. But it might be different. Yeah. And the type of content, it's going to have to evolve because it, it's natural. There's some things that we've been wanting to do for a long time that we haven't had the opportunity. So we're going to showcase some different areas of our community. We're going to give you some different parts of our personality because we, we can't sit here and talk about the next Aces game, the next soccer game, right. the next whatever. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting time, but like I said before, it comes back to, I guess everyone just has to try and keep that mindset as best as possible, find something that they love, spend time with, with those around you, and, and maybe just take advantage of those moments that you wouldn't normally have gotten uh, in your day-to-day -day life normally, and now you actually get this opportunity, and I think that's, that's the only way to really think about it right now. Coming up next here on NSN Daily, we're going to chat with Shannon Kelly, former college athlete. What would it be like? To have this happen to your career, we're going to get uh, the perspective of a former athlete next. Innocent Daily rolling on on your Friday. Well, we wanted to get a college athlete's perspective on this. Well, the athletes aren't on campus, and uh, <laughs> the coaches we're not allowed to talk to you right now. Uh, we'll have Doug Newth on Monday on this show, um, mm -hmm. so we're going to get more into that. But our own Shannon Kelly, who played college softball. You can always take Shannon University off the bench. Of yeah. She's always ready. Always ready always to, ready to always pinch it. Got to be ready to hit, right? Anytime. Always got to be ready. Always. <laughs> what would it be like for you if you were a senior this year, even just oh, an man. athlete? Could you even imagine this? I can't. I mean, this is unfathomable. I mean, we're in uncharted territory. Who would have thought mm -hmm. in our lifetime that something like this would happen? A world with no sports. And this mm -hmm. is everyone from professional to college athletics. And I just can't imagine. I mean, senior year, you know, Nevada was set to play at UNLV this weekend. 
you know, just thinking, all right, we're heading to the airport to go play our rival to open up Mountain West Conference play. How exciting is that? Yeah. And then for it just to get canceled, it's yeah. just, you know, from being suspended earlier in the day to straight canceled. I mean, I can't even fathom, you know, mm -hmm. your last practice was on Wednesday. And I think the worst part about the whole thing is, is that last weekend when they played their final games, they didn't even know it was their final game. Well, it was crazy. You were there Wednesday talking yeah. to, to Sierra Mello for a feature this weekend on a Wolfpack mm -hmm. All Access, which was our scheduled to be our final show anyways. You were there Wednesday. You had no idea that this was no it. Idea. Like this was the last time you were going to go to a Nevada softball practice this year. Last night I saw Josh Taylor. He tweeted just three broken hearts. I mean, yeah. I just can't imagine the, the level of heartbreak that these coaches and these players are feeling right now. Yeah, and especially, you know, with so much unfinished business mm -hmm. to do. You know, baseball was only 14 games in, softball mm -hmm. close to that. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just to the point now where how do you even fathom what to do next? I mean, even though the NCAA has said we're going to grant players another year of eligibility, but for some of these seniors, that's not going to happen. I yeah. mean, they're going to graduate this spring, and some of them don't have the eligibility left either if they've already redshirted one year. Yeah, some players will go grad transfer places, I'm sure, as well, and that opens up a whole nother can of worms with the transfer portal and what's going to happen there. But it's just, it's a really tough pill to swallow, and I really feel for them. You know, you don't get a senior day. You don't, I'm glad they at least were able to play at Hickson, and yeah. Nevada mm -hmm. baseball was able to play at Piccoli this year mm -hmm. because for some of these seniors, it's sad, but this is going to be it. Sierra Mello is going to be one of the features on Wolfpack All Access on Sunday. Here's part of Shannon's interview with the senior second baseman. We've had our ups and downs. We've lost a lot of close games, but we've played a lot of top, you know, Pac-12 opponents. So we were able to beat Oregon State, beat Stanford, which is good. So we're getting some confidence from those things. We lost one to nothing to Oregon. Um, we threw a one hitter. Really pleased with our pitching to this point this year. It's been really solid and consistent. Um, we got our bats going this week a little bit, this last weekend a little bit. So going into conference play, we're feeling good. I mean, but we've had a lot of learning curves and a lot of learning experiences. and. You know, losing Kenzie early in the year was a blow to the middle of our order, but, uh, you know, girls are stepping up, and we're excited about conference play. We're excited to get started with UNLV. Your senior year now, what do you want to accomplish in your final season? I um, just want us to continue to grow as a program um, through these next conference series, and um, that way we could carry it on, because when I leave um, and when my other seniors leave, I want, like, our culture to stay the same. So just like maintaining that throughout the season. And, you know, I want um, us to be as successful as we can be. It's a new slate, new clean slate. So conference really matters right now. We start off with UNLV. Um, we want to get that championship. So, yeah. Clean slate, indeed. And she didn't <laughs> even know she was predicting what, what was coming down the pipeline. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting this offseason. I feel for guys like Josh Taylor. You saw him there in that piece. Mm -hmm. Head coach who, you know, Across the boards, like we said earlier in the show, these become parental figures to college athletes. And to have to explain to one of your athletes, the season's over, and this is why, and we can't play. Mm -hmm. uh, I would imagine that's got to be devastating for a coach to have to do that, Chris. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you work, you put in all of these hours for the games. And when the games are taken away from you, there's no replacement. Yeah. Like you can't, even if they do decide to practice as a team or do inner squads, mm -hmm. like you're never going to get those games back. Yeah. Like you put in so much effort just for the opportunity to take the field as a group and go win championships. And, uh, you know, to have something completely out of your control, mm -hmm. uh, take away that opportunity uh, has to be heartbreaking. And it'll be curious to see 
you know, now that the seniors do have the option of coming back, I mean, do they come back? Right. Maybe they've graduated. Mm -hmm. right. like, do you think Sierra would come back for another year? Even, you know, you graduate, you want to right. move it's on. It's hard to say. Life. I mean, it it's depends. Like, like some might yeah. have life plans. Like, you know what? I'm ready right. to go start this or right. got an internship. I think, I think yeah. there, there have to be and some. There have to be some that come back. But right. There probably will be a few that just say, you know what, it's time to move on. Yeah, and Sierra told me when I was out there that she plans to graduate in December, so maybe then she does come back, but I don't know as far as the rest of them go. I know uh, Haley Berta told me she has an internship for the summer. If that mm -hmm. leads into a job, then it's just time mm -hmm. to start the real world and life, and that is life, unfortunately, but it's just sad when something is taken from you in this type of circumstance. I mean, yeah. I would have never thought yeah. that this is going to happen. You guys right. have been doing this yeah. longer than I've been alive combined. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but <laughs> oh, we've run no, out of time. Shannon, that's combined. too bad. So I guess my next question to you, Shannon. I'm, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is my second year yeah. doing this and barely, it's and it's just crazy. It's yesterday, I yeah. had such a hard time wrapping my head around yeah. it. Like you said yesterday, yeah. you know, growing up, you'd fall asleep watching yeah. sports and baseball games. It's, con and it's a constant. It's just a constant thing in life. And there's life. like this hole inside that's just like missing right now. Yeah, and in a couple weeks when things kind of do start to settle down, it's like, oh, but there's still no sports. You mm -hmm. go turn on ESPN and we're still in this delay and in mm -hmm. this waiting period. And what's going to be the change yeah. that, you know, allows teams to pick back up again and say, okay, baseball right. can start on this day, NHL can start on this day. Mm -hmm. And so it's sad. So I was talking about skiing is kind of my outlet right now mm -hmm. still. Like, what are, you, what are you, like, holding on to, I guess, is, is to kind of get you through this time where it's like we don't th – things are being taken things, away. Like, what yeah. are you focusing on? Well, I'm going to go to the gym a lot more now. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to get back like and go into the machines. gym regularly yeah. again because yeah. <laughs> I wasn't doing that just during basketball out, season. Right? Yeah, yeah, just keep working out. And I think kind of just unwinding mm -hmm. a little bit too. Um, I definitely want to go snowshoeing. Again, yep, we're going to do that. We're going nice. to do that. And cool. I would go like to go skiing nice. a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I went once a couple weeks ago. Mm. I would like to go keep those lessons up. Nice. Yeah. So, but it's just, it's weird. I mean, I go home from work and there are days where I don't even want to put ESPN on because I'm yeah, a little drained from yeah. sports, but it's just crazy how quick that switches. And now you're going to be looking to put it on mm -hmm. and it's just not going to yeah. be there. Well, Shannon, it's we crazy. appreciate your perspective. About 98% of your perspective yeah. from that segment. We need to be reminded of, uh, yeah. The tenure. Yeah. <laughs> How long I've been in the chair. No, <laughs> combined, right. combined, though. Not just you. She did say all of it's us. It's all of you. She looked right at you, though. She did look right at <laughs> Like, she looked at you right in the eye. She eyes. made She's sure. She's like, all of you guys combined. Yeah, she made sure we were on this camera. Yeah. Brian, can we go to this camera right here? <laughs> Bang, we were on this camera, and pop. Yeah, it was all, all of you. All of you. <laughs> Okay, thanks. <laughs> Coming up next on NSN Daily, uh, another one of our young, talented people. Uh, not going to give us uh, all of the perspective of, that Shannon's given us, which was very valuable. How about an update on the Reno Bachelor? You've been asking for it. We're going to give it to you next. Welcome back into NSN Daily. You know, it's surprising me to how, how many people have come up to me walking around at a grocery store and said, how did that Bachelor thing turn out with Julian? And, How'd that uh, turn out for him? Turned out great, honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm really happy with the whole thing. Yeah. I feel like Carly is such a great girl. Uh, it sucks because she lives about three hours away, and there's been a lot of snow over the past the past couple of weeks. Uh, so it's been difficult to go on a date, and you know, but we Facetimed a lot and kind of just kind of getting to know Romantic. her, and you know, <laughs> modern dating, right? I guess. You still have those sense. gift cards? 
I still well she has a gift card. Technically she those won. were her prizes actually. Oh, so oh. I think well she, I think she kind of like kept him around until she got the gift cards and then <laughs> since then she hasn't <laughs> I don't think she's been talking to him quite as much ever since he gave her the the Charlie Palmer gift card. Now yeah, now no, that she's well, got the 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 like chance to go to the steakhouse now like she's looking at she doesn't really <laughs> need to talk to Well Julie you know now I have like, to woo her a little bit yeah, you know yeah. and kind of put some incentive in her court so like hey take me out on this really nice steak dinner at the GSR but uh, no I'm super excited it's actually funny because because of the show I started actually watching The Bachelor more the past couple of weeks and uh, you know I'm, I know you were on board with that Alex but just the finale of this whole thing I feel really bad for Pilot Pete because I, I feel like I kind of sympathized a little bit more than than most with him but we've uh, lost it's the hard. show can we can we all just agree on something that if Julian actually won on bat the Bachelor the TV show that he would for sure go down in flames I like really, I would I would say there's about a five percent chance if Julian went on the TV show that he would be able to navigate that without completely just just lighting himself on how fire do you even navigate that though you know exactly. you're dating like four women and then like you're telling a couple of them that you have strong feelings four, for them. There's like it's 40 like, of them when you start. Right, right. But, you know, once it gets down to the nitty-gritty, like there's like, yeah, four real contenders. <laughs> oh, okay. and, uh, yeah, I would probably crash. I think your shiestiness would, like, would come out pretty quick. Oh, like, wow. Don't you think, like... Speaking of shiesty bit, things that I do, uh, Hannah Ann, I have to say, you know, I know it didn't work out for Pilot Pete's, but, careful, uh, you know... Careful, But... Uh, I actually... <laughs> I, you've been Did liking just, a lot. I, I actually went and I saw you you've liked a lot of her like photos. The you? Have you been liking her photos? What? Have you been liking her photos? Hannah Ann? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's, you know, great. I think she's with Tyler C, though. Oh, and that's not much of a competition, oh, unfortunately. <laughs> that's just brutal. Tyler C got an NFL contract. Yeah, well, good for him. You yeah. know, I'm really happy that he can pull that <laughs> off. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> give, me, give me your favorite moment of the show, the Bachelor Live shows in Reno, which actually has now been postponed mm -hmm. across the country. So we were lucky to have that happen here in Reno before. So what was your favorite moment? And let's go like most embarrassing or like moment you regret the most. All right, the moment I regret the most uh, very easily was dancing. I think that I just kind of froze up on there stage. There it is. Yeah. It was so bad. And I knew where I was going oh, with man, that's just terrible. What is that? I don't even know. I was Okay, not... so I think what we need to do is, is while we're having downtime, oh, maybe we should oh, use some dance lessons. Oh, this is so <laughs> Like brutal. we'll film it. Culp is like, rewinding this I think too. this is I a good opportunity it. for you to take dance lessons a little bit. You know, I am a better dancer than that. I don't no, know if I need the full-blown lesson, but uh, terrible. that was just brutal. Yep, yep, I, rewind I that. Yeah, I love oh, it. Oh, man. Uh, aren't we running out of time? Are, are How you, long is the show? Is he a better dancer? <laughs> we don't need us. Are, are you a better dancer in, in you know, rolling uh, forward or back, rolling your back? I don't know. Oh, that's so brutal. Wow. I mean, um, you got your hype squad there, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, they're all the people, great you dancers. You have no I've, idea who these people who's are. Who's the guy in the blue behind you? Uh, he, that, uh, he's not doing that well either. He's another one of the onstage dancers uh, for the show. He they gets paid four. to dance. <laughs> yeah, so I love yeah, yeah, like you. Let's yeah. just loop this for the rest of the show. <laughs> just, oh man, this is, this is how we'll so fill <laughs> NSN daily. Yeah, this is going to be it. Are you wearing a crown? Perfect. Yes, they just had announced me as prom king and the girl that I. It's like a little role playing kind of thing, you know. So I got to live out my high school fantasy of being a prom king. You weren't prom queen. No, well, I went to all guys' high school. We should have so actually was... kept, speaking of prom photos, we had a station meeting uh, yesterday, and somebody unearthed a prom photo of Julian. I wish we had that to show you guys. Maybe, you know what, we've got time. That's the thing now. It's like this whole coronavirus thing. There's so much time to pull out. So, like, next week, you can bet that we'll have, like, a segment on you and, and my your prom, prom date photo. from yeah, 20... Yeah. Your prom photo is bad. Wow. It's oh, bad. Oh, I know. Ooh, all bad. the way back in 2010. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so bad. Okay, so what was, was uh, like, what was the most fun moment of that whole thing? 
You know, I just thought the the entire day itself was really fun. You know, we all got together. We all kind of uh, you know drank some beers going into it. Um, the actual backstage version was pretty awesome. Just getting to know Becca and and Garrett a little bit more, and then meeting Ben Higgins, and then of course meeting Carly at the end of this. She was uh, she's such a sweetheart, and can't speak highly enough about her. Had a weekend with her and her parents. Um, but you know, it just stinks. It stinks. She's three hours away. You know, I'm really trying to three hours. Sacramento is not three hours away. Uh, but the part of Sacramento she's in is about okay. three hours away. So you, you know, met it's the parents just, already. I met the well, I met the mom. The that whole family. Night. Oh my yeah, goodness. he spent so. the whole weekend with the whole family. We've gone pretty far. Met, really the, met the dogs. I, met the, I mean, it's a big deal. Met the dogs. Nice. Met the brother. Brother's awesome. You know, what kind of dogs? Like, uh, they had a couple. They had like two wiener dogs and then <laughs> two golden retrievers. So. <laughs> Okay. What? What's wrong with wiener dogs? <laughs> they cute. Do you, do you actually know what a wiener dog's real name is? Uh, that's the, not, the that's not your culture. Dog, Dachshund. Dachshund. Oh, yeah. Dachshund. Oh. Okay. So I, we asked this question <laughs> to <laughs> Shannon. So like I was saying, like the only thing I've kind of got left as my outlet at this point, like a lot of stuff's been canceled. I can ski still. Like that's kind of like what I'm holding on to. What what are you kind of like focusing your mentally right now as as like more and more things are being taken away? I you guess. know, it's kind of a weird moment in my life personally because I'm also apartment hunting right now. So there's like that taking over on top of like getting supplies to like live through the potential next zombie apocalypse. <laughs> you know, that could potentially happen, which I don't think it will. You know, we'll we'll see how this all plays out. But You're watching too much television. <laughs> But uh, you know, I'm just trying. I have a piano. I was playing piano last night, pretty late. That's good. So good to just you know invest into some music and just try to like unwind and not pay attention to everything else going on in the world because maybe it's not all screwed. Well, I imagine since you put on your bio for the Bachelor, the first bullet was that you're extremely uh, involved in yoga. So you've been practicing yoga like constantly, right? Like at least <laughs> at least once a week. I, since I haven't the show, been in right? about a week. And yeah, a half. you haven't been a single time. In a week and a half. No, I went last Friday yeah. with you. Was once. that last Friday? Yeah. Big yoga guy though, <laughs> huge, huge yoga guy. Hey, man, let's you know, it's Namaste. Don't don't harsh my mellow on yoga. <laughs> so the piano, you got the pianos now. Got the That's piano, good. Played some video games, playing more video games. I have to say, NHL still throwing it out there. You know, anyone who wants to play. Some we're, we're working on yeah. getting some challengers mm -hmm. in the building. Uh, maybe maybe next week for Julian. Been also watching a lot of movies, trying to like compile like the best <laughs> list of like end of the world like scenario films like why do you impact. why are you watching all the end of the world movies man that's like it's just that's timely. not gonna fill your you head know, with like good thoughts deep impact though great movie okay well, let's that? can we talk about this so Classic last week film. we discovered I knew this was mr coming, minister of culture had never even heard of the movie basketball Oh, well, you know, it Come was on. just, it's one movie. It's one. How can you be minister? We should do the test. I have the test. The Let's test do the test. Coming. The test, test, test is coming next week. I mean, Definitely. Boy, we got some time, right? We got time for the <laughs> test now. Can I get like, you know, a rubric? No, or no, 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 or, you know, no, some no. type of. You're not going to pass. Choice. Okay, so, <laughs> but, but like, so what if he, do, if he doesn't pass the test? Like, do we have a backup? Minister, because I was lobbying. I feel minister. I still feel like John Ramey is is a would be a quality minister of culture. Like mm -hmm. I feel like he's got like a good. He's a great linguist. You know, I feel like he's got very a very poetic. You know, his his breadth of, of knowledge. Well, maybe is we, good. we put like, him on the same. Do we go show? head to head. Yeah, we could have well, him Skype in. We can have him Skype in yeah, and answer just the questions. Got to put in oh, seclusion so he doesn't see the answer. Yep, yep. I mean, like if, if you don't become who, minister, so do I have someone else? Ramey score to be minister of culture, or do I have to? No, I think there had no. I think there has to be a certain benchmark for either of them to be minister of culture. There's twenty questions. If neither of them hit that benchmark, neither are minister of culture. Uh, if they both hit the benchmark, but Ramey gets more than Julian, then he is then Minister of Culture. This is what the show's going to turn into. These rules. That's what we yeah. got, guys. I need this all in writing. This, this, is, this is this is total. This is I, I got to call my agent. You know, this is not You're, fair. Nah, it's not going to happen. <laughs>
He doesn't have any. I think we just <laughs> ran out of time. We are out of time. Yeah. Thanks well, very much. Thanks. Thanks for the update. It's been great. Coming up next here on NSN Daily, our money plays of the week. No, they aren't in sports. Why? Because there aren't any sports. Deal with it. <laughs> It is Friday, and every Friday we uh, bring out our Dollar Loan Center Money Plays of the Week. Sometimes they're uh, athletic plays, just not a lot of them right now that are going on. Mm -hmm. um, but also sometimes it's just a good thing that happens in our culture around our planet that, uh, you know, just some good news, some good news. We used to have Good News Guy over at uh, the Reno Gazette Journal, like Guy Clifton, a good friend of ours. So this good is some uh, good news. This is some good news. Okay. Uh, start out in Waynesboro, Mississippi. Now, Jeffrey Lee Lancaster has been walking everywhere for a very very long time walking to work walking to do whatever he needs to do doesn't have a car the local community got together raised money and bought him a brand new car and that's a nice car a I mean, he's rolling he's rolling deep is that, that lincoln like that. looks like a lincoln looks like is that a lincoln town car is that, is one? that a cadillac or a lincoln i think it's a lincoln i can't tell uh brian brian culpa our minister of car culture uh <laughs> just said that it's a lincoln confirmed lincoln. but uh jeffrey lancaster uh they say that the community what model really took them. is that a lincoln just a straight town car it might be a town car okay you know. got leather too. Good. It's leather. It looks uh, nice. But to come together and you see a need, you see somebody who, you know, isn't complaining about what's going on in their life, and I like that. A community. It took them five days to raise the That's money. Sweet. Somebody probably said it at a church or a school or something and mm -hmm. said, you know what, let's raise money for Jeffrey, and and I love that. You know, throw twenty bucks into the pot and everybody does it, and and, and you bought him a car. It's great. Um, you know what? There will come a time in our world where there is there are no community. What what I miss? <laughs> what I miss? I, don't I know. just said it was great because I thought that was funny. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's good. Funny. It's good. Yeah, no, it's very it's good. good. Does, does that smell like coronavirus too? Um, <laughs> got balloons too. <laughs> got balloons too. Yeah, I did. Um, you know, we're delirious on a Friday. Uh, yeah. There's going to be a time in our world where we won't have survivors of World War II anymore, and World wow. War II vets ought to be absolutely cherished. Um, give them an elbow. You can't shake hands right now, mm -hmm. obviously. Now, there's a small town in the Ukraine, Vladimir. Holopov, he is 97 years old, fought in two of the most pivotal battles in the war between the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany. That was in Stalingrad and Berlin. He uh, wears the uniform of a lieutenant colonel. And uh, some troops in Donetsk, the uh, People's Republic, honored him this week with a military parade for his 97th birthday. And Vladimir, looks like he's having a good time. Absolutely having a ball. That's Still awesome. Him. Thanks, guys. I Salute. think it's cool. Salute to him. Absolutely. Yeah, we always think about yeah, what we money plays. Do we have to choose? Do I have to choose? Which one's better? Do you want to choose which one's better? We have to choose which one. I never do that. I never. I mean, one guy got a town car. One guy got a car. The other leather. guy got a parade. Um, a lot of people have cars. Not a lot of people get parades. All right. Parade probably. Parade. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go parade. Not everyone gets a parade. No. You're right. Yeah. All right. That's good. We'll wrap things up it's here good. on NSN Daily right after this. It's good. I like that. Wrapping things up on a Friday here on NSN Daily. I'm sorry, both of you guys had concerts canceled. Yeah, I mean, that's bummer. terrible. I mean, it sucks. Was it? I was going to Powabunga. There was one artist in particular, Bob oh, Moses. Uh, it was going to be the Saturday three-day event. It was up in Crystal Bay. Looking really forward to that next weekend. Yeah. Uh, that was canceled this morning. So, uh, yeah, just keep uh, adapting, overcoming. We'll have at least one more week of this shows, fresh shows. Mm -hmm. uh, at some point, we might go to some kind of best ofs and. We're going to have a lot of different content coming out here in the yep. next couple of weeks. So Fires for Ideas got a lot of good stuff yesterday. So we'll continue to kind of gauge what you guys want to hear and talk about as we don't have sports. So let's let's get weird. Yeah, last thing we're going to do is close up shop. We're going to continue to grind out content. It just may be a little bit different. 
than what you're used to. Go out there and have See a great the weekend. See ya.